People remember stories. They don't remember facts. We are educated on facts without context. We aren't taken out into the bush, into a life and death struggle, and taught how to make a fire, you know, how to build a shelter and everything else, where we're living in a story um, and understand the context of all these things. Um, instead, we're in a classroom disconnected from any story and say, here's a fact, learn that thing. Oh, okay. And then here's a fact, learn that thing. And perhaps that conditioned all of us uh, to be so horrible at this, you know, but I, I am in endless meetings with my partners or others across DOD and we jump into a meeting and it's like, they just start digging into facts and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's the context? What are we doing here? What are you reminding us what our objectives were? Where are we are in this story arc? Um, and all of us are, are just kind of in this dis uncomfortable spot trying to figure out what these facts mean and why I care. And especially if you're, you know, last hour, you were in a totally different topic with a totally different crowd um, with different objectives. And so, you know, this is a leadership principle as, as well. You know, I create the structure so that I can make sense about why I'm doing things and remind myself what the objective truly is. And then that positions me well to lead others because now I'm bringing in the narrative of where we're going at all times in every decision in every spot on um, kind of cultivating and building that component of the vision is linked to the vision. And I know that my audience is only there if I bring them there. And so knowing that about myself um, allows me to know that about others. And so I tell people, you know, don't just tell me uh, Susie had a yellow shoe and then go on to, um, you know, Bob went down the street. No, you said Susie had a yellow shoe. What, why do I care about Susie? Why do I care that she has a yellow shoe? And so the feeling and the connection of your audience is now linking these, these items of a narrative in their mind. And then it's anchored there and they've got it. And next time, hey, remember, remember Susie had a yellow shoe. So about that yellow shoe. It, it makes me think of uh, religious study theorists will kind of explain religion or spirituality or uh, as broken down between mythos and logos, the myth and the knowledge of, of how a society thinks about itself. The mythos is the typically the, the founding myth of the culture and the society and how it came to be. You know, you sprang from the forehead of a god or you however it may be. But the logos is is formless and meaningless without that mythos, right? The, the logos is the, the facts about like, this is how we live. This, these are the, you know, like the Talmud, the Jewish Talmud. These are the rules about how we live. Um, there's a lot of them, but none of them mean anything without the underlying mythos, which is why do we live this way? And that's sort of the root. You made me, you made me think of uh, the very beginning you said, um, like there's facts and then there's context. And I was wondering like, oh, I wonder if that's a definition of wisdom is knowledge plus context and storytelling.
Yeah. You know, and I, I wrote this one from the perspective of the audience, right? Those you're working with and those you're leading um, and how you can actualize that truth. How do I communicate vision well? How do I lead well? How do I create the structure in my own mind to do that? They don't remember what we're doing. They remember how they felt whenever I last briefed them the vision. And I need to now conjure up that feeling because the, the facts don't matter. What I'm, what I'm actually trying to do is get their blessing and get their enthusiasm about what we're, we're doing and where we're at in, in the story arc. And so, you know, I'll go back into the update to leadership and say, okay, recall this is where we were and this is why we were doing it. And I'm conjuring up the memory with the emotion that they felt. And now they're in this place of excitement or concern, right? They may have had a concern. And I, I understand where they're sitting on that fence and maybe they're, they're teetering. And so then I'm addressing them. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the reader along my story um, to have them feel the emotion I need them to feel to our mutual success, uh, our mutual benefit. And so I'll start them off with, recall we're creating this 5G living lab and Verizon's our partner. And it's really not about just doing 5G and you using your cell phone or people having great cell phone coverage. It's really about national defense. It's really about you know the White House and Secretary of Defense and, and Congress showing that 5G is a national imperative and that we must unlock this technology um, before our adversaries do around the world, but also um, bring the power of cellular technology to all of our portfolios across national defense. And so while you only own one installation, one base in this huge grand scale of, of Department of Defense, you hold in your hand this vital key to the future. And so, you know, here's where we're at on. Uh, kind of fighting against your environmental protection, you know, rules and that have eight months of delay to this national imperative just because they haven't done their study yet. I need you to put your thumb on them and give us the study. It should have taken two weeks. It's been eight months. Um, but here's where we're going. So I didn't just present him with a problem that I needed him to solve. I conjured up the context of the big story of what we're about, what we're going to achieve together. And then I said, you actually have the power now to bring the future into fruition. And I need you to act. And you're the only one to act. Um, so I've now given context of where he sits. I've shown a light onto a major problem that's holding up what everyone's waiting on and what's a huge success for himself and said, I need your help. I didn't start him with, I'm having a problem with your, your crappy you know, environmental office over here. They're taking way too long. Um, no, I got him caught him. Recall, recall the story arc. Recall why this matters. Recall um, the emotion of where we're going to be when this is done um, and how this is a huge win for the base, for the Marine Corps, for the nation, on and on.